Hey everyone, how are you doing today? Thank you so much for joining us on Solutions with Anna and Hannah Donahue. Hello. My beautiful daughter's joining me. We're going to do two powerful shows mm -hmm. on identity. This gets very important. I often say, if you don't know who you are in Christ, someone is out there waiting to tell you. And you might not appreciate what they have said about you. You may have been wearing labels all your life. And we want to just do away with those right now and show you biblically what God says you are, whose you are, and just really the identity that you have in him. Before we get into our show, I've got a small 10-second clip. And I showed this at a Kingdom Fest conference we did about four years ago. And I just want to lead into it. You'll see Tiger Woods, famous golfer, sitting there on a set while all the famous newscasters are telling him how washed up he is. Talk about labels mm -hmm. and identifying your future for you. Who are they? See what I'm saying? And you'll see Tiger Woods not smirking, but almost smiling like, okay, really? Okay. You'll hear what they say. And I'm just going to say this because I don't want to spend all the time on the Tiger Woods thing. <laughs> he went on to win the Masters right after this. So we'll pause. We're going to run the clip and then we'll come back. In other words, he's nowhere close to what he once was and may never return to his old form. You're washed. Just give up while you're ahead. Retire with some dignity. Tiger Woods that we all knew. He will never, ever be that guy again. So that's a powerful video. Mm -hmm. That's very strong. Had Tiger Woods, now I don't know this guy. I don't, I don't even know if he knows Christ, but had he not known a little bit about himself, he could have made those, let those comments take him down. Mm -hmm. he, yeah. he could have said, I'm done. They, watch, they say I'm done, so I guess I'm done. Mm-hmm. How yeah. terrible. That's mm -hmm. just terrible. So I've got a quote from Bill Johnson. He's a pastor of Bethel Church. And um, he talks about how in the book of Matthew, chapter 3, Jesus is coming out of the water after being water baptized, right? By John the Baptist. And the heavens open and the Spirit of God comes on Jesus and says, This is, watch, this is my beloved Son in whom I'm well pleased, identifying, there's my word, mm -hmm. identifying, that's Jesus, mm -hmm. the Son of God. The very next chapter, he goes into the wilderness to be tempted of the enemy. What does the enemy say? If you mm -hmm. are the Son of God. Mm -hmm. If. Uh, sorry, devil. We just heard that God said he is, and we know he is. But the point I loved about that, Hannah, is Bill Johnson's pointing out, you better know who you are because mm -hmm. the enemy or someone else through your life has been waiting to tell you otherwise. Mm. Yeah. What you believe about yourself is everything. It's how you're going to live your life. Mm -hmm. I'm going to let Hannah speak in a minute. Identity's definition, who or what you are. Mm. So we've got some notes that we're going to start breaking down on our website, free downloadable notes. You can follow with us. God says you are. 
I got 18 of them. Well, don't worry, don't panic. We're not going to go through all 18. <laughs> but we are going to pull some to start breaking this thing down for you. And then show number two, we're going to go into a phrase and explain it a little bit. You'll see a phrase, especially in the book of Ephesians, in him we are, in whom we have, by him. You'll see, what is all? That's where we're going to show you how we derive mm-hmm. our identity mm-hmm. in Christ. So let's look at this. Um, Hannah, if I were to say to you, let me get through all this notes, (laughs) let's start looking at number one on that God says we are. Uh, Well, here I'm going to be doing more talking right now. I'm doing number one, and we're going to get to Hannah. Number one thing out of your notes on who you are, what does God say about you, is that you've been, number one, designed with Mm -hmm intentionality. You taught me the word intention years mm-hmm. ago. Yeah, from Kara. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I did that determined conference, and that was years ago. And Hannah said, Mom, you know, intention is huge. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I love that. God designed us with intention in mind. Who are you? Designed by God with intention to be his son or daughter mm-hmm. and with a purpose to fulfill the earth. Critical. I told a group on uh, Friday at another meeting, number one question I get really is, what does God want me to do with my life? Mm-hmm. What is yeah. God? <laughs> Doesn't matter your age. It do- no, because mm-hmm. it almost increases if life's hit you and you got busy, then mm-hmm. all of a sudden you have a law in life and you can still say, what am I supposed to be doing with my life? <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. God's got it. You were designed on purpose. Let's look at this. Psalm 139, 13, 14, 16, 17, 18. If you're following your notes, it's not too long. Hang with me. Watch this. You, God, formed my inward parts. This is powerful. You covered me in my mother's womb. He already intentionally created and formed you. I will praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. When's the last time someone has said that about him or mm-hmm. herself? Yeah. God, I love the way you made me. It's, you're not being cocky. You're not being full of yourself. Mm-hmm. You're saying, maybe you're a great singer. Maybe you love to read. Maybe you're, our daughter is a stylist. She's got a creative bent like this. And I'll sit and watch. I'll think, how'd you know to put that together? Fearfully, wonderfully made. I don't think you woke up one day and said, I think I will do this. Mm-mm. It just, yeah. tell us about that. It just flowed out of you. Yeah, I mean, it's funny because I literally, it sounds so Christianese to outside people, but I literally just give God all the glory because it's not me that that musters up through creativity in me. Like, there's no way that sometimes I could literally pull stuff and have the idea of putting stuff together I think unless God gives me the creativity, because he is the the founder or whatever you want to call yeah. it of creativity. The originator. The originator, yeah. there you go, of creativity. Um, so yeah, it's not something that I can just muster up in and of myself. Yeah. Yeah. And she's so good at it. Like, Thank you. Like, we'll, I'll be wearing something. And she'll, Mom, really? And I'm like, <laughs> okay, use your gift on me. And she does. <laughs> But intentionality, God saw before the foundations of the world that he was going to put that creative bent in Hannah. Mm -hmm. I mean, really. Mm -hmm. Uh, We keep going. Verse 16, you saw my substance being yet unformed. In your book, they were all written. What? What was written in God's book? The days fashioned for me. You talk about getting secure in who you are in Christ. Mm -hmm. 
this will do it. I have a children's book coming out and I put this in there for all those kids as well. Because I'm so tired of hearing what the media is. The meat, I can't go. I won't, I'm looking around my room. I won't go too much on my tangent. <laughs> God saw you in your mother's womb before you were even a mm-hmm. thought. You are either a male or a female. Mm-hmm. Connect, get in alignment with God, and mm-hmm. you'll start seeing your identity through his eyes. Mm-hmm. I understand if the world's trying to tell you otherwise. Mm-hmm. I understand if your bent is leaning more toward, well, but I love baseball. Well, I love... Get with God and he'll let the flow out of mm-hmm. you what you're supposed to be. Mm. Let me keep going. How precious are your thoughts to me, O oh God? How great is the sum of them? If I should count them, they would be more in number than the sand. I have a whole thing on here. You'll see on your notes how many grains of sand they think are on a seashore. I remember Beth Moore one day doing a teaching. She says, you know what that's saying? God's, God thinks about us. Mm. Mm-hmm. How great are the sum of your thoughts? thoughts to me mm-hmm. we're thinking about God but he's thinking about you mm. talk about producing security in who you are in him this stuff's so good um, I'll do one more I'll do number two then we're going to go to Hannah number two was you've been created in the image and likeness of God Genesis 1 God created us in his image what is he like That's who we're supposed to become. Mm -hmm. It's just so good. In him, we have a new identity. You can walk out of that old, but in fifth grade, they told me I would, you know, that I was just whatever. I've heard every story. Oh, my gracious. Then in 12th grade and, you know, and then I got a divorce and I've had five. Mm -hmm. Eventually, Mm -hmm. you got to walk out of that and say, Jesus, you know what? This is who I know you've made me to be. Mm -hmm. I'll celebrate that. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that's proper. You you were citing something you enjoyed Pastor Frank saying Sunday about that, that we walk out of that old. Can you tell us about that? Yeah, I loved that he said just simply like, I'm not my old self. Like literally when you are saved and you accept Jesus in your heart and you start walking that new path that you are literally not your old self of who you were. You're your new self in Christ. Yeah. And it sounds so simple, but I yeah. loved that. Yeah that reminder of like, oh yeah, I'm not the old person that I was. I'm literally walking into someone new. That's so powerful. Yeah. Think, think about how mm-hmm. powerful this is. Mm-hmm. I remember he was quoting Augustine, who prior to his conversion had been hooked by lust. Mm-hmm. I mean, quite frankly, Augustine. Mm-hmm. You guys all know like what a huge founder mm-hmm. he was. Mm-hmm. And finally someone approached him of his old nature. Yeah. And he says, I'm not that man. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're talking <laughs> huge here. Yeah. Your identity is not what they said you are or what you did five years ago. Your identity, if, if Christ is in here, mm-hmm. is who he says you are. Mm-hmm. And we've now said you, he says, I designed you with intentionality. He says, you're created in my image. I saw you and I created you. What else, Hannah? What's number four? We're going to jump down, follow along in your notes. God says you are. What's number four say? Four. I chose four and five. I loved those two specifically. I mean, I love all of them, obviously. But um, I loved four, which says chosen. Ephesians 1, 4, just as he chose us in him before the foundations of the world. Um, I loved the passion translation, though, Mm -hmm. of that. It says, and he chose us to be his very own 
joining us to himself even before he laid the foundation of the universe. Because of his great love, he ordained us so that we would be seen as holy in his eyes with an unstained innocence. Cool. Yeah. Holy in his eyes with an unstained <laughs> innocence. My yeah. camera girl right now is jumping. <laughs> Which That's it, so good. Keep going. It is. Well, I love the words unstained innocence. Yeah. Because it's... So many times we go before the Lord feeling like we're stained and feeling like we're not innocent. So if you can read this and quote this over yourself, that actually before the foundations of the world, he ordained you with an unstained innocence. Obviously, that's if you're in the Lord, like if you are a believer. Um, But I loved the word chosen specifically because I was she and I were talking and just conversations that I have with friends and even strangers sometimes being chosen, everyone wants to be chosen yeah. to a degree, whether it's in a friendship, a romantic relationship, at your job. Um, you think back to how we say sixth grade, 12th grade, so many kids hate PE and sports because they don't want to be chosen last. So um, true. Yeah. Like in friendships, you always say, if someone's struggling, we're not communicating because they don't feel chosen. Same thing in a romantic relationship. Yeah. And so I think that the core of who we are, we want to be chosen. But if we always focus on being chosen by external things and not by God, then we're always going to be let down. And so I think remembering that he chose us before the foundations of the world, which means we weren't even, (laughs) we were far from being born before the world even came into existence. So before he even thought about creating the world, he thought about you and he chose you before literally creating the universe, which is so powerful to me. Building security. Yeah. Literally, yeah. Mm -hmm. Good. That's a good one. And so number five, kind of bouncing off of that, is adoption, being adopted into the family of the Lord. And I feel like when you are adopted, you are finally feeling chosen. Mm -hmm. Like I feel like they kind of coincide. They go hand in hand. Mm -hmm. And Ephesians 1, 5 says, He predestined us to adoption as sons by Jesus Christ to Himself. And adoption means leaving one family and joining another leaving behind all that was involved with the first family mm-hmm. and assuming the name, identity, resources, and history of another. So the notes say we have left the family of Adam where we are. We have left the family of Adam, and when we are one in Christ, we belong to a new family, the family of Jesus mm-hmm. Christ. Mm-hmm. And so we all know adoption here. Like We think it's, it's such a beautiful thing when we hear of someone adopting someone Um, But I think how much more powerful when we can finally get the revelation of God adopting us Mm -hmm. into the world, Mm -hmm. into his world, um, I think is so powerful. It goes back to also feeling chosen. It does. And you know what I'm thinking? I'm pausing only because don't you watch a YouTube? Yeah. Just briefly. (laughs) It's isn't it along the same lines. Along the lines. Tell us real fast and have the joy because you are really tuned in and enjoy it. There's this family on YouTube that I love. They foster children, adopt. Like she has 15 kids. I think her sister has like 22. Oh come on. And what I love what is so amazing which I've never seen is when you're adopted like yes you get a new last name yeah they ask the kids like do you want to take our last name but they also give the children the option to change their first name which I think is really cool because some of those kids come into the adopted family um having their first name used like by either foster families that were wrong to them or their biological parents that Mm -hmm. were like didn't treat them well and so they want to erase fully that and they want to take on a new name completely first and last name what you just said's huge i'm sorry mm-hmm. they want to erase <laughs> yeah that first name mm-hmm. and take on fully 
The new name. Oh my gracious! That'll as that, we say, that, that's that'll, own, that'll preach. That's its own message in and of itself. It really but, is. And yeah. isn't that what happens? Mm-hmm. You get Christ in you. Now, you, now I, I use a phrase called deep diving. Mm-hmm. You got to go deep in this. Mm-hmm. You can't just intellectualize it and say, "But I want Jesus." I hope you do. Mm-hmm. Get him in mm-hmm. here. It's you talk about. I love it. I love the word erase. Mm-hmm. Erase the old. Yeah. And, and and if anything, if you have a playback mechanism with it, which mm-hmm. I teach on that, you know what? Use it as a stepping stone to say, man, I was once yeah. that. And now yeah. I am free. This is who I am in Christ. Number six was graciously favored. If you're following along with us, free downloadable notes. God says you are. Number six was you are graciously favored. Number seven, you are redeemed. Shout. Number eight, you are forgiven. Huge. Mm -hmm. Had a conference Friday. It was huge. Some of the girls realizing that not only did they forgive others, but that God forgave them. Mm -hmm. They couldn't forgive themselves. A couple of these girls I'm thinking of. Mm. That day they were like, you know what? Because I kept saying, you're bound. (laughs) What good is it doing? Always beating yourself up. When God said, I forgive you if you've repented. Mm -hmm. So forgiven. Number nine, Hannah, delivered. Yeah, number nine is delivered. That's another thing that I was telling my mom. I was like, oh, I'll do nine because I feel like in my generation and me included, I'm not putting this on other people. I'm taking responsibility for this too. But I feel like my generation and the generation behind me because social media and phones are so accessible we don't really get in the actual tangible word as much like not that we don't love a podcast i mean we're doing youtube you know what i mean like we're doing a video yeah but i saw this interview recently and this girl i was shocked which hello but she said i don't know my life like without a phone i think she was like 21 or something and i was like oh my gosh like sometimes i wish i didn't even own a phone i know like i love my life before a phone i know um which was crazy to me but you know you'll hear the older generation be like get in your bible get right. in your word like what podcasts are great seminars are great but like you need to literally read your bible say all that to say i feel like so many times i'm like talking to friends or me myself Literally, you are delivered is so meaty and heavy in and of itself, but it's like a light bulb goes off. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm delivered. Oh my gosh. And it's like, oh my goodness, if I would actually daily, weekly, whatever it is, read this, I think the revelation of being delivered would come so much quicker and I would be so much more secure in God saying, hey, you don't have to deal with that issue. You are delivered. Because it says in Colossians 1, on the notes 13 through 14, For he has rescued us from the kingdom of darkness and transferred us into the kingdom of his dear son, who purchased our freedom and forgave us of our sins. Um, so you get a little revelation right yeah, now. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> So off of getting in your word, she and I, she taught me this, and we talk about a lot, which I'm sure watching this you would probably know. But if not, we always talk about whatever you feel like you're struggling with actually go in the Bible and get a scripture verse based off of that, that you can start proclaiming over yourself and over your situation, which is just like hammering in the fact that you are delivered. So, so good. Yeah. Baby girl, that's good. What I'm going to do from here on out is read the rest of them. Give a couple quotes. We're going to pray for you. And then we'll close out show number one. Cause I am concerned about time. We want to keep you. 
If I go too long, you guys will be like, okay, where's my chicken sandwich? So <laughs> next one after that was you are an heir and a joint heir of Jesus Christ. It's huge on your identity. I've got a whole teaching video on that. I've got that on YouTube. Go look at that. Next one, I won't take time, but you are sealed by the Holy Spirit. God spoke that to me one day. And I remember our pastor preaching it too. And I thought, man, because I was getting a little jittery, a little fearful, like, God, can I lose that? Or what? what, 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 what? My, he said, my blood runs deep. You're saved. You're sealed till the final day when Jesus mm -hmm. comes. It's not all on my shoulders to perform and do a backflip to please God. I'm sealed by the Holy Spirit. Love that. Number 12, we do have God's Spirit. 13 was victorious. Huge. Yeah. We were going to spend time on that. We won't today. Read it. <laughs> I'm going to sound like a commercial. Get your free <laughs> downloadable notes on the website. <laughs> Number 14, you are a citizen of heaven. Number 15, this is all who you are in Christ. Number 15, you are God's possession. 16, you're a royal priest. That's all huge. 17, you are an ambassador for Christ. And number 18, Hannah, I'm going to have you share that. You have a glorious future. What, what does that say? Romans 8, 18, for I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. Mm -hmm. I loved that specifically you have a glorious future because I feel like there's either two things a lot of people say, either their life has been so rough that they can't even fathom having anything positive mm -hmm. or glorious future mm -hmm. or a certain part of their life was so good they can't imagine something better or another mm -hmm. good thing happening to them mm -hmm. after that so they want to like revel and live in that moment or remember that time because they're like well nothing nothing good or as good is going to happen after mm -hmm. this point in time but if we remember Romans 8, 18, and many more in the Bible that we actually have a glorious future wow. that God really wants to take us deeper and give us even more than what we can fathom. It's incredible. Um, if we can just remind ourselves of that, whether you're going through a really tough time or whether you're thinking nothing good is ever going to happen yes. after this moment. Yes, it's very good. I was telling the girls on Friday, too, based on what you're saying, you don't have to wait till heaven to experience heaven on earth. Mm -hmm. It's going, to, it's, it's going to only get richer and richer. Strength to strength, faith to faith, glory to glory. As you continue your journey, and I love that, it just is going to get brighter as you keep going. You say, yeah, but I'm going through the, the worst hell of my life. That's temporary. It will change. It's a season. It will change. Boy, that's a word for someone. Father, I thank you that even though they're going through a hell right now, it will, it's, it will change. Father, let them climb up and get deep in you. And you'll take them through that. You're taking them through that right now. In Jesus' name, amen. Mm. Um, I will start closing out the show. How does all those 18 points happen? How do we get in Christ? Watch. God put us there. All right. 1 Corinthians 1.30. Of him, of God, are you in Christ? It's supernatural. We're going to explain show number two. He's in us. We're in him. Vine and branch. I in you, you in me, Jesus said. It's supernatural. Mm -hmm. 2 Corinthians 1.21. He that establishes us with you in Christ is God. God did it. God said that from the foundations of the world, Hannah, I'm not only going to design you with intentionality and put creative genes in you, but I I'm going to place you in me and you will be in me and I in you. 
That's show number two, but it's powerful. Um, a couple quotes I just want to close out with. I love the John Piper quote because we'll get to it in show number two and in Christ. He says, read it over and over in the book of Ephesians, in the book of Colossians, when you see in him, in whom. Read them over whatever days and weeks that it takes, mm -hmm. writing down all you see about God's nature and what it means to be in Christ. And I love these two quotes. One is from Ann Voskamp. Kristen will get it on the screen. When your identity is in Christ, your identity is the same yesterday, today, tomorrow. Criticism can't change it. Failing can't shake it. Lists cannot determine it. When your identity is in the rock, your identity is rock solid. Amen. Yeah. Let's pray. We're going to close out our show with prayer. Hey, look. We've had such an increase. I'm so thankful to you. These shows have now gone to podcasts, and we have a. I thank you for our podcast audience. It's fabulous for us to picture you're driving and you're listening, you're getting your downloads. Subscribe, though, to this YouTube show. You'll never miss a show. Mm. And if you do, you can always go back to our YouTube channel. I got a whole channel and pick up their show. I have people all through the week saying, just listen, just watched, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Hey, where are you watching from? That's always fun for me to know what state you're watching from. Um, if you'd like to give, Kristen will put it on the screen. You just go to anandonnyministries.com, click the donate button. We would love it. And um, so look, in the meantime, Hannah, why don't we join hands? Father, in Jesus' name, for anyone out there struggling with identity, let them be recharged, mm -hmm. reset, refueled, refreshed to realize, wow, I guess I just forgot that I am in Christ, Christ is in me, and the plan is still happening, because mm -hmm. it is. Sometimes life eclipses those truths. Father, release our brothers and sisters now, and we love you, God, in Jesus' name. Amen. Mm -hmm. So thank you. Thank you. We're getting ready for show <laughs> number two. And thank you for joining us on Solutions with Anna and Hannah Donahue.